your weekly Selk Grassroots podcast, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome to Selk Grassroots, a podcast network bringing you your daily fix of all the news happening around the grassroots community. This is the Sunday League show where we'll be bringing you all the news, reviews and interviews from the OBD, SFL, Westfar and the CMSFL. Let's get on with it. So welcome to the Sunday League show and we have a very new member of the team this week. Some of you will know him uh, through interviews over the summer in the big interview series and some of you quite municipal people will be uh, more than familiar with. Roger, how you doing? We've got a little bit of Roger in going on tonight. Roger by name, Roger by nature. Yes. <laughs> right, slow down, rabbit. <laughs> Is that why I'm sitting next to him? <laughs> Roger, it's great to have you here with us today and um, to finally get the quite municipal as part of the show. Um, we've spoken quite a lot, haven't we, really, over we have, the last... Yeah over the last year or so so I'm really um, pleased to get the league involved was that a swipe right <laughs> yeah yeah we met on Grinder. <laughs> joking I'm only okay, joking. can we just say Roger um, the biscuits that you've brought probably three out of ten mate do a better next week eh? <laughs> uh, the, uh, the biscuit selection was the new boy um it's like when you get a new guy in your class at school, isn't it? You yeah. figure out if you want to be pals with him or not. No, it's not, it's not a good start, mate. <laughs> Chocolate hobnobs are always a winner, Roger. Right, so Roger's... Can I get a lift home in the night, Roger? <laughs> <laughs> right, so let's get straight into the Westford results for Sunday the 6th of September. Gibbs, can you just check your mic for us, please? Please, is it working? Check! Yes, it is. We're there. <laughs> right, it's working. That's good. Right, so, Westfar in the Prem. Uh, Barnhurst 1, Orbiton Rovers 3. 10-man Barnhurst beaten by Westfar New Boys, Orbiton Rovers, um, showing their pedigree from day one. Congratulations to Neil and the boys. Uh, Junior Reds losing 3-0 to Under the Radar. Pass the pad. 3-0 whitewash. Hand it over. It's very, very... Um, Excited over the summer, Blaine, wasn't he? He's been brought back down to earth pretty quickly there. That barmaid sorted that out last yeah, Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah, He's been brought down with a bump there, and he, to be honest, he was very confident going into it, yeah. and obviously thought he had a, the best centre back in the league. And I think he's uh, probably reevaluating things now. And the league's changed a lot since obviously the Willing Town day, so he'll have a lot to uh, evaluate and um, and move forward with. To be honest, because they got all put on Rovers this week, so it's another tough game coming up. Yeah, it's going to be lots of. Um, it's going to be a very competitive division. I, you know, one loss isn't the end of the world. Um, but uh, let's see how it goes. It's a it's a good win for under the radar. Um, well done, boys. Uh, Spring Spring Hill United two Jam four. Sticky situation for Spring Hill yeah, to start I mean, off with. Again, that's Blaine having another nightmare there, isn't it? He, he said uh, Jam were going to struggle this year. They're above Junior Reds. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Phil and his boys going about their business already above above Blaine so um, I'm sure you'll get a lot of satisfaction out of that right into the senior and Borden Sports A9 Burridge Blues 2 fantastic result for Borden Sports A considering they were in the bottom division uh, the lower the 
division below that. Division one last season. Aaron did one last yeah. season, and Burridge Blues came down from the Prem. So that's a really good result for Billy's boys there. It's cracking, really. I mean, nine on a Sunday um, against a team that's just come down from the Prem. Yeah, you can't you can't fault it, and it's a great start to the season yeah. for them. But it it could be a long season for Burridge if they could carry be. on like that. Billy definitely weren't in goal then, like uh, yesterday, but. But it looks. Like that. I don't know. I think he was just on the side. That's probably why they scored so much. Yeah. The, the play probably flowed. <laughs> right. The next game is the one I was on. Falconwood one, FC Royals three. Um, this is one of the best games of football I've been involved in for years. Um, it was on 3G down at Harris Academy. Um, really, really brilliant game of football. Falconwood. Really, they they didn't change their their way through the whole game. Uh, Royals were. To, it was two counter attacks, two brilliant advantages for me. I must say, to, uh, for them to score, <laughs> for them to score two goals, two great advantages, um, and they put them away. So I was pleased with that. Um, but Falconwood, um, absolutely, they they they, pl- they play such brilliant football. Um, Royals coming away with the three-one win. Uh, last goal was a bit of a scruffy, a scruffy one, bouncing around in the box, and it and it ended up in somehow. Both keepers pulling off two or three fantastic saves. Um, you know, I'll, it's a bit sad that I've had that game on the first day of the season because yeah. that's going to be that will be a standout game for me this season. There's absolutely no way. I did um, rolls no look doubt about it. Fantastic, they were great. I mean, there didn't seem to be much weakness on the basis of you poaching a couple of their players. There they got was no, they got lots of new players. They, they were there's a few new faces in there, uh, and they look strong, yeah. very strong. Um, so you know, my my bet for them to win that division is. Looks looks very much on uh, this season, but um, Falconwood will take will take points off of um, only first game of the season. Lots of lots of uh, points to play for. They they weren't too downhearted. They know they played uh, some good stuff on the day. And uh, I mean, Rolls Rolls could be in the prem anyway. They they've got that sort of squad where they could be in the prem. So they would hold their own now. Yeah, they're in the senior, so I expect them to be very strong. Uh, Rising talents for Woolwich ninety nil. Woolies 90 uh, finding their feet again struggling with some injuries and some missing players yesterday I, I understand uh, rising talents welcome themselves to the West Fire. it's going to be a long season for Woolies 90 we said that already losing them a lot of players off the back of what the new cross sharks done to them yeah um, it's gonna it's gonna be a struggle for them, I think, to find their feet this season. I think so too. Um, but good luck to the boys. Very much engaging now with the podcast on social media, so I've got a lot of time for Woolwich ninety. Uh, well done to Rising Talents, uh, Sporting Club Thamesmead ninety five. Blackfen and Erif one after a really good pre season for the Blackfen boys, uh, coming across very stiff opposition on the first day of the season, losing five one. It was my prediction, I think, Sporting Club terms. We did yeah. say, though, that they've got a good squad and they will be beating teams and they will they will be up there. So, yeah. it's no, that league is stacked with teams that could beat each other on any given day. Yeah. So, I'm looking forward to that division. As I said yesterday on social media after my game, if you know, if that's if, if Falconwood Royals is the quality of the division, it's going to be such a really good division. And you're already seeing uh, Borden Sports beating good opposition. And Sporting Club Thamesmead beating um, very good opposition. Blackfen are a big, strong, physical side where that can play. Um, so that's a brilliant result, 5-1. You know, um, back in the Prem, what was the Junior Reds under the radar score? It's 3-0. To oh, 3-0 whitewash, yeah. past the pad. Yeah, I mean, so, oh, sorry, sorry. But at least they've lost that unbeaten record on the first day of the season this time. <laughs> Not the last one, like that the other time Blaine was in it all those years ago. Still had to pass the pad though. 3-0 <laughs> whitewash. Division 1, uh, Bulltarks 8 
Mottenham Park Rangers nil. You'd hate to be a Mottenham Park Rangers player yesterday, wouldn't you? You would, to be honest. I mean, Tark's introducing themselves. Um, Mottenham Park Rangers uh, were good in the cups last year, but struggled in the leagues. Um, let's see how they do this year. So, as we say, it's the first day of the season. Teams very much still finding their feet. Ball Talks got a lot of confidence about them and a lot of good players though to be fair they they did ask to play higher but it was full up so Let's they're um, they're going to be very very strong in that division it's going to take a good team to beat them 8-0 is a very good result on the first day for a team that's just come together so well done boys uh, tonight's guest Blackheath FC 5 Baldwin Sports 2 that's the team from the senior last year swap places with Baldwin Sports A eh? um, so that goes down as a good result for the Blackheath boys uh, well done uh, Westford New Boys Crayford Arrows 3 Meridian Sports 3 another good result for new teams Meridian uh, really pushed uh, at the top of the table last year in that division so that goes down as a good one for the Crayford Arrows boys well done and old OBD SFL teams meeting each other Crayford Athletic nil, Mildeen 4 Mildeen dominant on the day by the looks of it they were below Crayford Arrows by one or two or three divisions last season Two, no, three. Three divisions last season. Uh, Mildeen were in Div 3 and Crayford were in the Prem, I think, weren't they? So that's a fantastic result for Mildeen. They've had a good pre season, Mildeen, though, haven't they? They've yeah. beat the likes of Royal Southwark. Um, they've had some other good results as yeah, well. They're a good side. And now taking that into the league as well, 4 0. They're a good side. So there's some more um, epic battles coming in Division 1. What uh, was um, uh, Junior the Reds against <laughs> Under the Radar? <laughs> Uh, I think Junior Reds lost 3 0 to. Oh, past the pad, 3 0 whitewash. <laughs> Favourites as well. Uh, Div 2. Is this a one division? Do you want to go to the shop or something, Roger? <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, like take on eight and play some cards or something. Div 2, Elton Town, 4, Elton Eagles, 3. Disappointing uh, result for Elton Eagles. I think they were universally expected to win that. They were favourites in the game. Or even Alperton Eagles. Alperton, what did I say? Elton Eagles. <laughs> Sorry, too many Eagles. Uh, Alperton Eagles uh, losing 4-3. But that's kick up the bum for Alperton Eagles who have had a really good pre-season and they'll need that now to push them on. Granite losing 2-1 to Kingfisher. Uh, Newcross Rovers 2, FC Forza Greenwich 1. So Newcross Rovers have tricked everyone once we started yeah. calling them sharks in pre-season lost that, a few yeah, games in pre-season as soon as the league comes there's three points up yeah, for grabs exactly the rumour mill is the manager's about to get sacked though oh not again yeah mate uh, two managers already down there he's season. already trying it on social media today about not having a goalkeeper he's mate, lost two goalkeepers so he, he's just trying it again he's going around calling himself league secretary he's after Jace's job as well oh god <laughs> <laughs> uh, with Vultures 6 Red Velvet 3 Red Velvet really fancied before the season. Petswood seniors bashing them up. 6 3. Uh, Phoenix Knights 2. Southeast Athletic Maroon 4. Uh, Steve Daly's boys getting a win. First time of asking this season. Well done, lads. Uh, Div 3. Welling Park Spartans 0. Eltham Lions 0. The most rarest of all Sunday league results, nil nil there. I believe it was on the you know pitch number seven at Hall Place on the yeah, slant. It was slant. on the it was on the hill. Yeah, sod that. That's horrible. Abbey Mead losing two nil to Springhill United Sharks. No surprise there with the Sharks. Yeah, Chris has got them well tuned up. Any of them yeah, Sharks, right? Desperate to save his job, any he? so he's, he's calling in all the favours he can. Uh, Board and Sports Reserves: The Bandits three, Junior Reds two. Well done to. Luke with another two there as yeah, well. One man team, aren't they? Alberton <laughs> Athletic nil, Woolwich Royals four. 
Uh, Woolwich Royals dropping down in division and looking like there's no problem for them this season in Division 3. Uh, Rustlers 6, South Ballers 3. Into Division 4. Um, just Sorry, we missed out the Prem result. What was under the radar against Junior Reds? 3-0. Uh, oh, past the pad, 3-0 whitewash. <laughs> uh, and Sports B, 2. The Peoples 1. The Peoples lose out after a really fantastic season last year in Div 5, uh, losing the first game out in four and Bourne Sports B a new team to Westfar getting a win well done boys uh, Cup Specialists Bexley Athletic 2 Martin and Forest 2 uh, Bexley Heath 4 Junior Reds Sports 1 well done Bexley Heath no yeah. problems for them so far in for all four. the stick that we gave Bexley Heath that's a good result for them it to start a, the season it is a good result I mean they moaned about getting promoted and it looks like they've taken that in their stride and, uh, and had a good win so well done uh, Dance and Albion 4 Shooters Hill Spartans won. Fancied Shooters Hill Spartans to uh, to win that one, but um, it's not happened. Big result. Danton Albion on their day are a real good side. Um, that's a good win for the boys in Shooters Hill. Uh, feet firmly on the ground after that one. Uh, SEL 2, Bexley Hawks 3. Pete's boys off to a win. Well done, lads. 2-1 down as well, it was. Come back to win 3-2, so that's show fun. good spirit. Well done, lads. Um, Division 5. Wait, 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 we forgot the Prem. UTR Junior Reds? Uh, it was nil three. Oh, what past the pad? Come on, you're off. <laughs> what? Uh, okay. This, what, what does past the pad mean, by the way? It means three nil whitewash. Oh, Hand the it. pad over. Okay. Someone else's turn. I've learned something today. That's good. Uh, Division five, FC Barker three, Beacons two. So Beacons score two but concede three. Same story as last season. Can score goals but seem to to leak them at the back. That's a shame. And uh, FC Barker proving their bite is pretty strong. Good start for them. AFC Beckenham 1, Peckham Rye Reserves, Sharks 5. Come on the Rye! 5-1. My Reserves, no problems yesterday. We are top of league, we are top of league. Against uh, AFC Beckenham, new boys to Westfar. Uh, Peckham Rye Sharks dropping down a division and destroying opposition. We didn't drop down a division. Division 4 you was in last year. We was removed. Okay, well... <laughs> Sharks, they are the new sharks, Jamie. They are the new sharks. We are no sharks. LMFC three, Bexley Wanderers one. Uh, Bexley Wanderers keeper pulling off some uh, magnificent saves to keep to keep his team in the game, but too many uh, too many goals scored. <laughs> they lose the game. Uh, Red Star Northfield back in Westfar, winning three one against Gibbs's enemies Chimera. Three nil even. Three nil. Sorry. <laughs> well done, Red Star. Good start, Red Star. Tamara uh, Rezzi's make it a, a losing double for the club losing 3-5 to Draper Close well absolutely done, chuffed for Joe yeah, well happy for Joe starting off with a, a win it was a struggle last season and uh, he still kept it going so fair play to him well yeah, done well done Joe and the People's Reserves first game in Westfar they are on the losing end of a 9-2 defeat to talking about Sharks King Shark Reserves King Sharks <laughs> Reserves uh, we've got a few Sharky teams in the, in the lower um, divisions in West for our thing. They should be Div 2, the players they've got at least. Okay, well, let's see what happens with them. But I'm sure um, I'm sure they'll have a good season next year by the looks of it. Uh, Avery Hill 2, Catholic Club 3. We've got on this side, the Catholic Club can only do well this year. Uh, Greenwich Hot Shots 3, Lesser FXI 0. Come on, the shots! We like Greenwich Hot Shots. We want them to do well. 3-0 against Lesser FXI. Very inconsistent last year. So um, it's going to be like that for them this season, I think, by looks of it. Let's see how they do. Well done to Greenwich Hot Shots. The best team in Greenwich. Uh, 
Springham United old boys one into cross four new boys into cross with a big win against Spring Hills old boys um, Villa Court three Sporting Greenwich nil it's a decent result some might say for the, Greenwich, the Sporting Greenwich boys they usually get uh, tonked um, but 3 nil sounds like a good game to me well done to Villa Court another rebuild another summer another rebuild for them um, so well done boys what was the um, Prem score Junior Reds at UCL uh, Junior Reds nil under the radar three uh, in the Jewish Shield we've got an early uh, cup game Highfield Rovers 1 Bexley Village Vets 0 we can only assume perhaps their new goalkeeper was to blame for the goal no I believe he was out injured he got injured <laughs> Saturday so I think he's out for um, 6 to 8 weeks actually he's done some level 2 muscle or tissue damage okay. so he wasn't actually playing but fair play to Ronnie though getting off of a win yeah well done Ronnie with the win he lacks the cups doesn't he he does he had, they had some good cup runs last week, uh, last year so um, well done Ronnie another cup another round well done um, just to finish off the UTR score uh, the sorry we missed that one um, the score in the Prem game between Junior Reds and Under Radar was nil three. Oh, home loss on the first day Sackman manager Let's get on with the Orbiton and Bromley results. So, the two OBD SFL games that were played yesterday, Sunday the 6th of September, were both cup finals. Um, fantastic uh, games from the highlights that I've seen. Uh, the Vic Farrow Cup was played between Crayford Arrows Reserves and Manor Wood. Uh, congratulations to Crayford Arrows Reserves. They got a 2-1 win that I predicted. Um, so that's five points for me yesterday. Oh, I got two points in the Westfa um, predictions yesterday, as did Gibbs. So we're two all. Um, this one I got five points for. Crayford Arrows two, uh, Manorwood one. Uh, was it a couple? Was it two penalties for Crayford Arrows? It was two penalties, yeah. So a bit of a shame that cup final was decided on two mistakes really because they yeah. looked, both looked stone cast iron penalties weren't they um, and the man of a goal was a back post header for yeah. a set piece so it's a shame it wasn't a moment in brilliance but I don't think Crayford Arrows will give two yeah, hits it doesn't, doesn't say that on the, on the history books it just says their name on the trophy well done to Crayford Arrows reserves at least you can say you lost to the winners in the cup now, we were talking about that today actually but we lost <laughs> to man of a last week and all so. <laughs> uh, and in the uh, President's Cup uh, Blendon losing out 2-1 to uh, Kennywell United a uh, couple of reds in that game um, but it looked like a real good game of football I don't think there's any over animo- overly anim- 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 what's the animosity is the word you're looking for but you're in the wrong context uh, between the two teams um, <laughs> Kennywell coming out uh, the senior boys uh, just had that little bit extra it looks like yesterday uh, and take the win winning cups and winning trophies do you shave your balls Roger do you shave your balls <laughs> <laughs> sorry we just need to obviously make sure he fits in with the group but I think from the highlights it looked like an absolute barnstorming game yeah it was great um, end to end yeah end to end chances both ends plenty of incidents yeah. worthy of a cup final um, but I thought it would be close I said it would be 1-1 didn't I yeah. so it was unfortunate that um, you won the prediction that time but Kenningwell just 
they just do what they do, don't they? Yeah. Another cup final, another win. Blending will be hugely disappointed, but I mean they've got the perfect opportunity to go and put it right next week now. Yeah. Which I'm sure they'll be fully focused on. Um, but no, congratulations to obviously Kennywell and Kayford Darrows. For lifting the cups. For lifting early doors. Cups, it's yeah. a great way to start any season, uh, by by lifting a trophy that you know, it will feel like it's now, it will feel like uh well that was a nineteen twenty cup and that'll feel like now. So well done boys. Uh, very uh, excited to see what happens next week luckily I'm going to be one of the fourth officials there's two fourth officials. Official. There's, there's two uh, fourth officials on the Yorkton and Bromley uh, cup finals now because of social distancing and Covid guidelines. surely putting an extra person in doesn't help social distancing no it doesn't but I think, <laughs> I think I, from the gist of it I think each fourth official deals with each yeah, bench yeah, which yeah, looked to be like is what it is and I think that was put in by Bromley rather than the league so um, look forward to finally seeing Blendon and uh, Farnborough Reserves playing each other um, and then we'll have a few battles next season in the league between those two uh, let's get on with the Croydon Municipal fixtures having trouble tracking who can play and who can't download down to play before your next match the first app to purely focus on player availability get down to play for free in the app store and google play perfect right so it's his debut on the Sunday League show. Uh, Roger is going to go through the Croydon Municipal uh, fixtures for Sunday the 13th of September. Roger, how's your mic? Uh, I think it works. Does it <laughs> work? <laughs> one, two, <laughs> check. <laughs> Can you give us a mic check? There's only one mic checker here. He's not, he doesn't want to steal your thunder. Oh, he's, oh, he's breaking up the equipment I'm in the studio it. now. Oh, Right, so in the we're going to start in Division Two. There's three games in Division Two um, this week. The first one is between two Addiscombe clubs, Addiscombe Casuals MMFC against Addiscombe Corinthians. El Adisco, I think it's been renamed the El Adisco Derby. Is that, okay, <laughs> I like that. No love lost between the two clubs. Um, that game is our first game of the week. For the Quota Municipal, uh, what do you reckon, mate? Yeah, I'm going with. Um, it's going to upset a few people, but I'm going to go with Addiscombe Corinthians win two one, just because they've been about a long time. Uh, they've come down from Division One, so they're going to have a point to prove. Um, and although both teams are going to be up for it, I just think Corinthians may have just a little bit more quality than uh, Casuals MMFC. Okay, well, I'm going to upset people even more and I'm going to go for a 3-0 to Addiscombe Corinthians I'm very much learning the ropes here guys and uh, my predictions are always crap other than this week it turns out when I've absolutely destroyed Jamie in the uh, Ooh, he's cold 10 out of 10 this week <laughs> just think of the embarrassment when I pull back and then go <laughs> yeah. yeah well um, all of these um, predictions are just opinions and obviously it doesn't mean anything so if anyone gets offended by it that's basically your problem not ours um we're only having a we're only having a laugh. Right, the next game are um, Rogers old boys, um, Shirley, taking on South London Royals. Yep. And Sandersted reserves 
playing Huxley Guards. Yes. Without predicting them, one's it anyone standing out? I know we both fancied uh, Sanders did reserves to do well this year, yeah. and I fancied Shirley to do well on yeah, the back yeah, of last season. I, I, yeah, Shirley will be there or thereabouts, um, as they always are. Um, I spoke to their manager the other day, actually, uh, Alan. Um, he's brought in some young players, good young players. Um, so he's quite optimistic for for a good season. Um, Shirley predominantly usually get off to a great, fantastic start, and then they usually sort of slip sort of Christmas time. So um, yeah, I think they'll be hoping for hoping for a bit different this year. Maybe they got rid of you, they because they, they wanted to. Get I think so. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> changes as good as the <laughs> But I did one. Um, two fancied teams here from our prediction show, our constitution run through. Chelsea Athletic taking on Saha Eleven, yeah. Rogers' new club. Um, you fancied Chelsea, didn't you? Do you know what? Chat? Yeah, I think they're going to be a good side. They've got some. They've brought some very good players in. Um, a couple of Croydon lads. Um, a few other Saturday players in. So I think they're going to do. I think they're going to be the team that are going to take points off off the, off the guys that are fighting for fighting for the title. Um, so yeah, I can see them sort of sitting fourth, third, fourth position. This is our second game of the week. So what was your yeah. prediction for that one? I've gone with a two-all. Oh, um, that is sitting on the fence. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that Gibbs. What, he's predicted his own team to draw? Yeah. Rog, beat your chest and say <laughs> out of your <laughs> chest, <laughs> man. Come on. Beat the chest and say, you know what? We're making you hand the pad. 3-0 whitewash. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sort of Your it. first prediction easy, as your team. Easy. Come on. He's earning the ropes. He'll, he'll I'm luring him into a full <laughs> sense of security. <laughs> ah, okay. Fair enough. Uh, I've gone for I've gone 3-2 for uh, Saha 11 on this one. Uh, just got to back Roger I'll back, I'll back him if you want back him so you I'll back Saha 4-2 off the record <laughs> right the next game is Selsden Town taking on Woodside a really good game uh, Selsden are a decent side yep. and Woodside will be uh, have really pushed themselves on uh, social media and YouTube and all that stuff and they're looking to grow their platform so games yeah. like this may I'm, help them I know they've lost a few probably three of their better players okay. Woodside um to who? To Peckham I think. Grand Athletic, new team. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Um, sort of backed by Wambasaka and Zaha and oh, okay, yeah. others. Yeah. So oh, I think they've lost. They still talk caps on for the Indians. Yeah. <laughs> so they've lost three, yeah. of, three, oh, three of their one probably second. their best players. <laughs> Just caught two of them. One second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and Selden have got a lot to prove. I think. I think yeah. they wanted to stay in the Prem. Disappointed that they have gone down to Division One. Um, so. Yeah, I, I, you know, I expect Sales of Town to win that and win it quite comfortably, if I'm honest. Okay, good luck to all the teams in Division 1 mm-hmm. uh, and into the Premier Division, the Michael Donovan Premier Division. Yeah. Uh, there are one, two, three, four games in the Prem this this week. Uh, not a full not a full list of fixtures for the Quota Municipal this week. I think council pitches aren't open yet, so that's restricted due to which teams can play this week. But well done for getting some games on. Uh, Batsy Ironside take on Bosjam a yep. long away day for Bosjam on Sunday yeah. um, our third game of the week is Croydon FC taking on Spartans uh, that should be a really good game Croydon FC had some had some decent yeah. results last year and Spartans are very much fancied uh, this year definitely uh, what do you reckon mate I think Spartans are win just I'm, I've gone with 3-2 to Spartans 3-2 to Spartans yeah. uh, I've gone 3-1 to Spartans so we're along the same lines yeah. um, I think Croydon lost a few players to uh, Lambeth Lions didn't they over they the have summer? but they've recruited well by all accounts they've, okay. they've, yeah, they've recruited some very good players um, I think they've, their last two games I think they've won quite comfortably beat Shirley 8-0 two weeks ago Shirley not 
Surely not. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been sitting yeah. on? It's been waiting for that. It's been a while. It's he looked at that this morning when you sent him the PDF. Uh, but yeah, I, I fancy um, I fancy Spartans to do well. Um, yeah, I know some of their better players um, that I've seen in the videos do yeah. play for Kenningwell and New Yorkton and Bromley. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But if Croydon have rebuilt, it's a really good club, Croydon, with yeah. a great. Um, a great presence in that area, mm-hmm. uh, high level on a sat on a, de- a decent level, should I say, on a Saturday, yeah. and they've got a good side in the quarter municipal. So well done, uh, congratulations to uh, them. Let's crack on with the next result, and that's Sandersted taking on Croydon Juniors. Yeah, um, relegation battle. Relegation. <laughs> do you think that's a relegation battle? On last yeah, season, it, 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 yeah, it, yeah, the last season, yeah. I mean, I, 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 don't, I know some of the players that Sarnas had bought in. Um, I don't know any of the players that JFC have bought in. If I'm honest, um, I, I don't think they should have stayed in that division. Um, okay, but that's neither here nor there. Um, Hints towards uh, arguments in the committee, guys. You're not on the committee, no? <laughs> I am. Yeah, I'm only one man. <laughs> I am just an island. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. I think going on. If you looking at last season's. Um, final table you'd say that that's a relegation battle okay so that's a six point and then straight away yep. with, um, down at Coney Hall one of the best uh, pitches around uh, that area that surface yeah. and the job they do over there is fantastic If unless they're on those slopey ones down the bottom bit that'd be on the main pitch nice one yeah. um, good luck to Sandersted we're partners with Sandersted for their um, YouTube channel you'll see the, the Silk logo uh, roll up when they put their videos on so wish Russ all the best um, next season uh, good luck to uh, Quid and JFC as well. That's a six-pointer early doors, as we just said. The next game is Santos 92 taking on uh, your, what's the word? Sister club or Sister club, parent club. The parent club, parent club yeah. uh, Saha. Um, some good results in pre-season for Saha. Yeah. Uh, Santos will go on well towards the back end of last season before yep. the lockdown. Yep. Uh, this is our fourth game of the week. Yep. Go on, mate. What do you reckon? What's your analysis um, on that one? I've, I think it's, a, it's set to be a cracking game you know Santos were before Covid were sitting top of the league they were finalists in the County Cup um, so they're, they're no mugs they're very good footballing sides um, don't really have any standout players but they just go about their business they're very organised I think they've been the bogey team for Saha the last couple of seasons interesting uh, I just think because I know the sort of players that Saha have brought in this year I just think that Saha are going to have too much for them this time round. Um, I think they'll win quite comfortably. What are you going for? I've gone with a 3-1 to Saha. 3-1 Saha, I've yeah. gone 2-0. I expect them to be strong. I know they had some good results against very strong opposition in pre-season. Yep. Um, I've gone 2-0 to Saha. Yeah. Um, well, that's that's it. Thank you. How did, how did your first how did your first analysis go? All right, I think. We'll, we'll see you next week, won't we? <laughs> uh, we'll have to let everyone know your Twitter handle so you can receive the uh, the banter. Abuse. The, the abuse we get. Right, let's get on with the Orbiton and Bromley fixtures. So, the Orbiton and Bromley fixtures for Sunday the 13th of September. In the second division, Broccoli take on Lesser Albion. Uh, DC Football take on Greenwich Mariners in their first game of the season. Jamie's boys looking to bounce back after a a disappointing, shall we say, pre-season. Educational pre-season, we like to say, down at Greenwich. It's all about the minutes. As long as you take positives out of it, that's all that matters. 
Would you find, would you do you know anything about the boys? I don't know anything about them. Obviously, tipped them to win the division, didn't I? Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, so um, nah, I don't know anything about them. So I just need to set us up as best we can to go and get a result and see where we end up. Good luck on Sunday. Uh, X Blues Hurricanes play Sydney Sports. Sydney Sports on the back of a, a great run of form towards the end of last season, and they play X Blues Hurricanes, who struggled in Div Two last year and uh, managed to um, avoid relegation when the um, season ended. Uh, our first game of the week in the Alberton and Bromley is Southwark Town taking on Thameside Albion. Thameside Albion, like Sydney Sports, were on a, a fantastic run of form last season in their league. Uh, they've jumped up two divisions from four to two uh, and they take on the much-fancied Southwark Town who's gone about his talk. He's not talking as much as he has been about his own team. Uh, keeps putting them down on social media saying they're a long ball team. Um, but they've had some really good results pre-season. This is the first game of the week, as I said. Um, I'm going to go 2-1 to Southwark Town. Uh, maybe surprising, but I think they'll be very strong. Made some good signings over the summer. Ex-professional players have come in. Um, I think Stemside probably haven't played many teams like Southwark over the past uh, year or so when they came into the Alberton and Bromley. Who have Southwark signed? Uh, ex-Barnet players and, and all sorts of things oh nice fair play um, and they're a good side anyway they're a really good side um, so that'll be a good test for Thameside Albion down at Long Lane uh, Jamie what do you reckon? Um, I think regardless of how good players Southwark have got the problem always seems to be getting them all out there at the same time mm. so first game of the season do you think for, uh, yeah I think, I'd like to think that they will be there Um Although Thameside, I don't think they're to be overlooked. I think this will be goals. I think it'll be 3-0. 3-0. Okay, he's mm. gone for a 3-3. I expect both of those sides to be at the top come the end of the season. Yeah, I think they both will be. This is a great game to open the uh, season with. And West Wickham, we've gone about their business quietly and had some really good uh, pre-season results. Take on... Um, do we call them loudmouths? Royal Southwark do you I don't know they talk about they talk themselves I call up. them that team that's never beaten us that's what I call them they talked them out they talked themselves up over the um, when we closed about being good enough to play in the senior uh, they've got their wish of going up um, a couple of divisions they were just put up to division oh, I'm, yeah they went three and then they came up to two and swapped with Kingsdale yeah. I'm actually surprised um, they might have I don't know they've not asked to go up another one because he'd been part folded but we'll see how they go on Division 2 well, they're there now um, they'll face uh, much stiffer opposition in, in Div 2 than they did in Div 4 um, we know they'll score goals but can they can they keep them out at the other end that seemed to be their problem in some games last season it'll be a very good addition to this league. they'll be a fantastic addition another layer of quality in that Div 2 um, that you know is absolutely stacked as we've said um, on a number of occasions uh, the Vic Farrow Cup kicks off just the group stage for 2019 still going on yeah this is the group stage um, this will go on for a while uh, the fixtures in those games are Croydon Town Reserves taking on Alberton Colts uh, Crayford Arrows taking on Halstead Crayway taking on Wilgar FC United of Bromley playing Kingsdale Reserves Hatchin Beckenham Manor take on Tudor Sports Reserves Hayden Youth play Ellis Athletic uh, Hayden Youth Reserves play FC Peak uh, Mike Strong Memorial sponsored FC Peak and Sports King uh, Selk Sleeve sponsors good luck to the FC Peak lads making your OBD SFL uh, debut 
Wastil will start another season. Well done, boys, against New Beckenham. That'll be a good game. Uh, Kingsdale play Ro uh, Broccoli Reserves. Manorwood want to bounce back from a Vic Farrow final loss uh, in the first round the very next week after against Lesser Christchurch. Uh, good luck to both teams there. And our second game of the week is Ministry of Ball, MOB, playing Crayford Arrows Reserves, which is last season's first team. So yeah, they're actually the holders and name, but not the team, because yeah. obviously they've swapped to sorry. the first team. So it's Ministry of Bulls are the holders? No. Oh, I just assume what you're saying, sorry. <laughs> um, Jamie, what do you think on that one? Um, so we played both Crayford sides last year, so this being the team that was in our division, that have gone down as the reserves... Um, they were alright but nothing spectacular Ministry of Ball I guess it's just a great name isn't it yeah um, so on that basis I'm going for 3-2 Mob I'm going to go 3-1 to Mob as well I'm sort of sold by the One way they presented themselves uh, on social media and with the swapping of the team of the Crayford Arrows teams the first team weren't, weren't particularly great last year um, so I'm going to go 3-1 Ministry of Ball uh, good luck to both teams there. Uh, Petswood Ravens take on Benhurst. Who won, another, who won yesterday, didn't they, Benhurst? Yeah, we've got them in the President's Cup in a couple of weeks. <laughs> We're not looking forward to that now. <laughs> uh, Phoenix Sports, OBD SFL play Petswood Old Boys. Uh, and the Warren play Hayes Old Boys. Two new teams facing each other in the Vic Farrow tomorrow. Uh, Sunday, even. I keep thinking it's Saturday. Right. In the Jack Standing Cup final from 1920, uh, a game that everyone's been uh, waiting to see. Well, both of these next two cup games, everyone, uh, the eyes will be on these two. Uh, Blendon finally meet Farnborough Old Boys. We were promised so many uh, exciting games, including these two uh, last season that would have been title, title um, deciders or cup, uh, county cups or, or this one in the Jack Standing Cup. Um, I mean there's nothing between them uh, if anything Blendon may be a little bit more fired up after yesterday's loss against Kenningwell um, I'm going too all for this in 90 minutes I can't see anything between the two teams um, it will just be down to who manages to keep their head in a, in a game that will be fiery I, I expect I'm not prejudging anyone but I think there'll be tackles I think there'll be good football I think this game will have everything just like the Kenningwell game yesterday Jamie what do you reckon? Um, yeah I mean Farnborough Reserves will be a similar type opponent I guess for blending the electors at the ball a bit like Kenningwell do um, but as they showed in the semi-final maybe just not at that same level so for that reason I'm going for a 1-1 draw here as well oh, no, we both bottled it haven't we yeah both may the best team win <laughs> so about taking part not that shit uh, in 90 minutes we're both going for a draw oh, I, I don't that, that could be an extra time penalty yeah, I think it's going to go all the way that one I've got me, I've got my father-in-law's birthday party to get to, so I don't need extra time. So boys. you're only the fifteenth official, or something. No, <laughs> yeah. they'll notice if you nip yeah. off, mate. Uh, <laughs> uh, in the Paul Picard Cup, um, we have just a quiet the game. meeting of old of old foes from last season. Uh, an incident in there in, in the the game last season um, means this game is couldn't be any more. Um, eagerly anticipated isn't it from anticipated. the from the off you could just tell the first tackle is just going to be yeah, yeah I can't um, I can't believe there's any tickets left for this one Essie Dons take on Bickley um, in the Paul Picard Cup 
Uh, I mean, what more do we need to say about this game after? Probably a score prediction, mate. That's why yeah. we're here. <laughs> Go on, Ed. What do you reckon? Um, 90 minute score. What do you 90 think? 90 minutes. It's going to be a feisty one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I'd really like to go and see it I think Steve Strott's still got tickets going 25 quid the pop um, <laughs> he is on Twitter he's got a Twitter <laughs> um, oh, do you know I just think I think it'll be an absolute battle but I think Essie Don's quality will shine through okay. I think they'll win 2-1 2-1 Essie Don's I'm going 1-0 um, at 19 minutes offence can he hold much more <laughs> not on my ass no but um, yeah I just you like that one Roger it's good for <laughs> it I just I don't who's know. your favourite tennis player uh, I, th- I would say Andy Murray just because oh, 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 I, I prefer Roger I prefer Roger Federer it's fine <laughs> do you shave your balls Roger I do yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's not getting to my you oh no. get him off the table <laughs> uh, I can see uh, Bickley taking in this game uh, to the trenches at times and uh, getting in Essie Don's faces I know they've got some footballers there as well that could do damage um, Bickley have got quality as well Um I think they'll take it, make it very uncomfortable for Dons on the day. Um, I'm going to go 1-0 in 90 minutes and uh, I think it'll be an absolute fantastic um, atmosphere at Bromley, even though it'll be, yeah, a, reduced, it will be. a reduced crowd and uh, and all that stuff. I can see that being absolutely fantastic. So good luck to uh, both teams. I mean, that is those two cup finals are absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah. Really exciting. And I'll get to be at one of them, blending against Farnborough. I'm very pleased. Um, two teams I've got a lot of time for so uh, good luck to everyone in that one let's get on with the Westford fixtures so now for the Westford fixtures for Sunday the 13th of September pretty full list here again so uh, buckle buckle in this is going to take a while uh, in the Prem uh, Brixton make their debut playing uh, Barnhurst in their first game that should be a great contest uh, never an easy start to seasons for the Barnas lads they had a terrible they had a terrible start last year uh, playing Lambeth and, and all sorts of Dons and, and all that in the first couple done. of weeks of the season few months of the season so uh, Brixton will welcome themselves to Westfa uh, good luck boys uh, Jam take on Peckham Rye Peckham Rye new boys to the Prem uh, big changes over the summer is St Mary's Cray you're playing at now aren't you yeah 10.45 kickoffs so Phil's players can get there on time is it going to be a level of the pitch do you think or are you looking forward to the challenge it's not unlevel, is it going to be pitch. sticky is it going to be sticky for it you could be a Sunday? sticky situation for us to be honest but I don't discredit Jam they're a good side you don't you don't I, I don't Blaine does to be honest Blaine yeah. don't rate them but I do so um, if if we get the three points, I'll back us to win. But I'll be I'll be happy though. <laughs> if you get the three points, <laughs> I'll back us to That's win. Confidence. I'll back my team. I'm not backing the draw, but I'll back us to win. But it will be a very tough game, and it won't be no walkover by any means. Obviously, Jam got a four-two on on Sunday against Springhill, so um, it'll be a competitive game. And uh, Femi injured, we read on social media. Is that true? Or you, have don't, you told him to don't, say that? Don't believe everything you read. Okay, I knew it was a bullshit anyway. <laughs> uh, Alberton Rovers take on Junior Reds in our first game uh, of the week and Junior Reds coming off the back of a heavy 3-0 defeat against Under the Radar I think I missed that off the prediction of the I didn't defeat. hear that one 3-0 <laughs> it's a whitewash isn't it surely they should, have, they should not be allowed to play this week 3-0 whitewash what do you reckon Gibbs I'd like to say 3-0 Alberton Rovers 
3 0 Alberton Rovers. No, my, my prediction's 2 2. 2 all Alberton Rovers. Um, Junior Reds, let's see if they force it on uh, on this Sunday, trying to get that win against the good organised side. Obviously, did the business against Barnhurst on Sunday. I'm backing Alberton Rovers on the back of that loss yesterday. Ooh, hello. Maybe, may, no, no, no. Maybe Junior Reds aren't quite there uh, where they want to be um, just yet. Still getting all the boys back together. Uh, I'm going to go 2-1 to Alberton Rovers uh, and back nil. I know he would have done his homework. He definitely would have seen them at least once over the summer. I know uh, he's meticulous in what he does. So I'm going to go 2-1 to the, to the Alberton Rovers boys. Uh, good luck both teams there. Uh, odd fellows uh, play their first game of the season against Spring Hill United looking to bounce back from a sticky I, I game against I think if Spring Hill Jam. don't get sank from that game even a draw or a win I think it kind of it sets the tone for them that it could yeah. just be a long season you know heads go down I mean obviously lots of people are talking about the quality in the Westfar Prem division at the moment yeah. um, and two losses on the bounce players start thinking fucking hell what, what type of season is this going to be now um, but you know they've got lots of resources there they've got good people running the club lots of good people behind the scenes making the giving the players the best platform they can have to play football um, odd fellas have been up and down quite a bit over the last couple of seasons so they uh, Springhill might look at this as a winnable game uh, it will be a good game over at Hall Place uh, good luck to both teams um, yeah I mean if Springhill loses this it's not over and out it's just you know it's going to be a, a tough it's going to be a tough season uh, for five six of teams you're, you're, playing, you're playing real catch up already yeah you don't want to be doing that but odd fellows have shown that their form is sketchy at the best of times especially over the last year or so um, so Springer will be looking at both teams will be looking at that as winnable so that'll be a good game good luck guys in the senior Abelwood Argyle take on Duchess of Kent very good game excellent game uh, Borden Sports A take on Northern Eagles that will be an absolute battle another tough game as well really tough game uh, Northern Eagles um, do you know every game senior. in that division this week is such a good game yeah. because I know you haven't read it out yet but next you've got Burridge against Woolwich 90 both lost this week yeah why don't you take the fucking job Gibbs sorry mate <laughs> I'm, just, I'm looking at the screen it's all in front of me you're nice. you know what I mean Jamie set, no, you're set, right. set me right up you're but, absolutely right I mean Dick Prem and Senior is absolutely stacked um, Borden Sports A on the back of a big win against Burridge and yeah Northern and Eagles ain't going to roll they're over not roll, they're not going to roll over for Borden Sports A so that will be a battle um, a really good game I look forward to uh, seeing the result of that good luck to, to both um, teams there big supporters of the podcast so I wish both teams all the best uh, Burridge Blues look to get their their uh, winning streak back by by beating Woolwich 90 again really good game two teams um, who have talent in the squad it's just translating it uh, on a Sunday uh, that'll be a battle both teams as you said won't want to have two losses uh, on their record so um, that'll be a good one FC Royals take on Sporting Club this is a, a barnstormer yeah, of a game, really isn't it? Let's game. be honest. It's a uh, great game. It's our second game of the week. Um, doesn't get any easier for the Royals. Falconwood last week and um, Sporting Club tends to be ninety this every, week. Every game in the, yeah, every game every week is going to be tough in yeah, that division. There ain't going to be well. no weeks off. I don't think. No. Yeah. What do you reckon, mate? Mate, do you know what? I'm going to stick with Sporting Club Thamesmead on this one because okay. I did predict them to win the league. But I think it's going to be very close. I'd go 3-2 to Sporting Club Thamesmead. But if you didn't have a game this week and you wanted to go and watch a game, that would be an absolute cracking game to go and watch, to be fair. Royals um, on that nice stadium pitch at Meridian. I think they're playing there by the looks of it. Um, 
they'll stretch um, any club they've got good pace and they play the ball nicely really nice two really lovely uh, ball players playing um, centrally for them yesterday against Falconwood um, won a lot of fouls and all that stuff um, I'm going to go 3-1 to Royals that's no disrespect to Sporting Club Tensman that's based literally on what I saw yesterday uh, uh, the Royals were, were really good against good opposition again and using that big pitch yesterday's pitch was a bit narrow they'll have a bit more space tomorrow at Meridian and uh, tomorrow yeah, uh, Sunday I keep saying Fuck. that <laughs> uh, Sunday so um, I'm going to go Royals on that one good luck to uh, Don and the boys and good luck to the um, sporting club Thamesmead lads uh, Falconwood look to uh, start a winning run against Rising Talents. Rising Talents had a big win yesterday. Mate, every game in every that, game, every yeah, game in that division we'll, could be game of the week this week. We'll Honestly, it's, it. they are some top games. We'll stop saying it. So, yeah, I mean, good luck to the Falconwood uh, boys. Really good, really welcoming, uh, run by a fantastic uh, couple of fellas. Um, good luck, lads. And good well, good luck to Rising Talents as well. In Division 1, uh, Borden Sports, Westfer take on Footscray Lions as they start their season. New look, Footscray Lions. Um, good luck lads in the third game of the week we have new boys Crayford Arrows playing tonight's guest Blackheath any clue on either of them teams Dan nope um, I'm literally going off of the results yesterday so it's just literally an opinion but um, Blackheath starting off well Crayford Arrows conceding free but also scoring free but um, off the back of that I'm just going to go 3-1 Blackheath I've gone 2-0 to Blackheath so we're along the same lines. Um, Crayford Athletic play AWFC. That'll be a really good game down at Crockenhill. Uh, Crayford probably not happy about losing 4-0 or definitely not happy losing 4-0. And AWFC on their day are an excellent side. So that'll be a good game. Good luck, lads. Meridian Sports play Bulltarks uh, and Mildeen take on Wellingtown make, uh, making their debut back in Westfar. Very good game, that one. It'll be a big game. Um, Mildeen looking to continue uh, a strong start in, in their division. Division 2, Kingfisher playing Alperton Eagles. Petswood Vultures playing Phoenix Knights. Red Velvet playing New Cross Sharks. That'll be a good game. Uh, Red Velvet probably shocked yesterday. Uh, New Cross Rovers on the back of a win. Um, both teams looking to win that. But you'll see each other as title rivals uh, from the off. And South East Athletic Maroon play Granite. Both teams will fancy that one as well. Uh, good luck to all teams. In Division 3, Alpington Athletic play Abbey Mead. South Ballers play Borden Sports Reserves. It'll be a good game. Welling Park Spartans play New Life. Welcome back, New Life. And Woolwich Royals play Rustlers. Good luck to all teams there in Div 3. Rustlers! <laughs> uh, Div 4, uh, Bexley Hawks play Danton Albion. That'll be a really good game. Uh, depends which Danton Albion turns up but that on the back of yesterday um, they'll be good Footscray Lions White play Bexley Athletic Junior Red Sports play Shooters Hill Spartans uh, Mottenham Forest play Borden Sports B and Sell play Bexley Heath good luck to all the Div 4 teams there uh, Div 5 is Beacon playing Red Star Northfield which Beacons will turn up will their light be on or off do you think Gibbs I don't think there'll be any light at the end of the tunnel for them this I week, mate. To be honest, score a couple and, and uh, uh, I can see uh, North Star, uh, Red North Star, Field. sorry, Northfield winning this one uh, yeah. quite comfortably. To be honest, uh, Bexley Wanderers play South London Athletic. Welcome back, 
South, South London. They didn't play this week, did they? Nope. Uh, good luck to Ben and the lads. Uh, Chimera play Eltham. Old Fortronians. Fancy that Old Fortronians play AFC Beckley, uh, Beckenham. Peckham Rizzies play FC Barker. Is this your early title rivals in this league, do you think? Nah, not really, mate, to be honest. Sharks, yeah. aren't they? The reserves will turn them over. My reserve sharks, hundred percent. Are they playing at Meridian all season? Yeah, yeah. I bet, I bet the boys. Yeah. Did you get them on the three G or on a, or are they on a pitch? On the grass. Okay. On the grass. But um, the res- I think the reserves will turn them over. Okay. No, they had a good result, Barker, this week, and no disrespect to them, but also I'm going to bet the boys. Okay, fair enough. Division six, Draper close, play Highfield. Oh, look, torn t- on that one. Yeah, Ronnie against Ronnie against Joe. It's a tough one. Uh, Las Cabras play Chimera reserves. The Go people goats. The People's Reserves play Bexley Village Vets. Uh, missing their talismanic goalkeeper now, Bexley Village Vets. So they have to find another goalkeeper after just finding their new one. Uh, Woolwich Common. They would have been better though, just putting a scarecrow and go, we'd have done the same job. <laughs> uh, Woolwich Common uh, start their season in the King of Hearts Media Productions Div 6 against Falconwood Reserves. Uh, welcome to all those new teams. And good luck in Division 7, the Silk Grassroots Podcast Network, Division 7. Uh, AFC Sporting Greenwich play Spring Hill Old Boys in our fourth game of the week. Can you turn your leg off, mate? It's like a fucking dildo. <laughs> <laughs> if you're shitting, Do you want to come see on my nervous? leg? <laughs> hey, are you nervous for Rogers here? No, I'm not. The coffee's no. the coffee. I don't, I don't <laughs> like the monsters covering <laughs> me. I don't think Roger likes us anyway. <laughs> Well, he'll have more to talk about next week. Yeah. Um, he's going to be working from now on. I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> um, what do you reckon? Um, I think Sporting Greenwich, obviously, their only win has been against um, Borden Sports Reserves, against Eddie's Mob. But obviously, they did get two wins last season before lockdown. Unfortunately, they were scrapped. Yeah, so, 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 right, Jamie just made a funny face. Right, they still count. Give, they don't count. But okay. I think... Spring Hill uh, old boys still finding their feet and Sporting Greenwich with a bit more probably know-how I reckon that Sporting Greenwich will take this on 2-1 oh, I've, I've flipped my uh, my guess I'm going 2-1 to Spring Hill old Oof. boys I think it'll be a good game though it'll be an enjoyable game down at the co-op so good luck to both teams uh, the rest of the Div 7 games Avery Hill take on Villacall Intercross take on Rosen Crown Sid Cup play Greenwich Hot Shots come on the shots and the Bosco Football Club play the Catholic Club that's probably lots of clubs lots of clubs and God on the Catholic boys sides as always always shines on the Catholics uh, good luck to the boys <laughs> Jamie's just made good a job funny face. Been recorded in Glasgow <laughs> um, good luck to all the teams there um, so you've got Jam on the weekend Gibbs yeah, um, obviously, like we it. said at St Mary's Crazy. Yeah, no, it's not a piece of cake. It's going to be just, a tough game. We like, just want to compete, all that shit. We just, wanna, we just want to compete. Obviously, the favourites lost last week, so we, we know that anything can happen um, in this league. But we had a, a good friendly yesterday, um, and we move on from there, and um, hopefully, we'll get the three points this week. But I just wanted to shout out to Ben, the centre back, that guy that broke his leg a couple of weeks ago. He was down at the game yesterday. He came to support the boys. He's on the men. So, fair play, Ben, and uh, all the best. He could have played yesterday for you lot, couldn't he? Stood and goal. To be fair, we didn't have to watch the keeper kit yesterday. <laughs> uh, Jamie, good luck Thank in you. your game. You're, Thank you. you're playing DC football. 
Yes. Uh, do you All know if Washington the, and back. Is it on the 3G or is it on the grass? I think it's grass. Is that the Ministry of Balls they play? <laughs> is that you playing? No, oh, DC, DC football. Oh, that, yeah. the team with the nice kits are called out. In oh, this, okay. During our kit poll, one by uh, Junction Elite in the end, and their their woolly hat should be with them pretty yeah. soon. And Roger, good luck against Chelsham. Cheers. Come on, Roger. Three one, four one. You did call them out on our Constitution review uh, as a team to watch. So tough one. Yeah, for it's going to be a tough game. Tough start. Thanks for coming, boys, and I'll see you next week. Come on the shots! Having trouble tracking who can play and who can't? Download Down to Play before your next match. The first app to purely focus on player availability. Get Down to Play for free in the App Store and Google Play. Right, our guest, our first guests of the uh, 2021 season is Blackheath FC, new teams, new team to uh, Westfar. Uh, I'm joined by George, their player assistant manager. You've called yourself, haven't you? I have, certainly have. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us. We've had a few chats on social media with whoever runs the uh, Twitter page and um, I'm really glad to get you on. Uh, what we're going to look to do uh, with the guest slot for this show and um, we're not going to have two guests on every week we're going to have a team from either Westfar uh, the Alberton and Bromley or the Quarter Municipal on each week so everyone gets a go um, it was getting a bit tricky to get two guests on every week so um, we're just going to go with one but um, that gives you a little bit more time to talk about your team um, just tell us a bit about Blackheath as I say a new team into um, Division 1 but just give us a bit of history, uh, what your players have been up to, um, what leagues they've played in uh, previously, and uh, what, what, why you chose Westfar. Yeah, absolutely. So it was about it was about six months ago in terms of when all this COVID stuff kicked off. We was, um, well, me personally, I played for a team called Belvedere and Victor that used to play in the Met League. Okay. We Again, we were just a bunch of mates, used to play used to do alright used to get to Christmas like go on beating up until Christmas standard and then fall off never won the league never won a cup you know what I mean but it was a good laugh and then the other side of the team is pretty much like my sister's boyfriend and his mates is um, they used to be Blackheath Wanderers okay and then they sort of then moved over to they've now pretty much become long lane reserves on a Saturday okay. I thought I recognised yeah. them yeah so they're um, they're now uh, so We've merged two teams to get effectively together because it was a case of do we start up Belvedere again or do we go with Black Eve Wanderers? And the two boys that normally do it, like Jordan that used to run Belvedere and Steve that is now running Black Eve, it was a matter of well, either Jordan starts Belvedere up again or I'm going to start Black Eve. And obviously, Steve just went, I'm starting Black Eve up. So they used to play for Black Eve Wanderers and we was Belvedere. And um, yeah, merged the two together, got a good core like we all know each other anyway just through going out and mingling and but yeah but we've also brought a, quite a few young boys in so we've got about six or seven 18 year olds that play okay. for us as well so me personally I'm like mid to late 20s a couple of the other boys like the oldest boy in our team's 32 so it's a good blend but um we've got one of the boys plays for Stansfeld okay so he's a decent little player yep. you know what I mean um like I say, I'm on a Saturday down at Long Lane, Resies. We've got about three or four of them that are also down there. So a good blend and uh, just looking forward to just playing, having a laugh, having a beer 
And it's one of those things we're, um, I don't know, we're not looking to progress. We, we sort of set it up in terms of let's have two or three more years before your legs give out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So then we was can it, all go play golf. Was it, was it COVID or the lockdown period that brought that on? Did you think, you know, we're missing football, we'd just do something or was, it, was that going to happen anyway? Yeah, there was murmurs before it. Do you know what I mean? We was always spoke about it, but it always needed that one person to go, all right, I'll get off the ground. Yeah. And because you know what it's like with the admin side of it, yeah. people shirk their responsibilities and uh, <laughs> it, it took that one person. And Steve just went, right, I'm going to go for it. I'm setting the team up, yeah. get the boys together, see who wants to play. And uh, we went through through that. But then when it obviously got confirmed that we was going in the league, obviously COVID and stuff, you couldn't get any of the boys together. And it was... Um, there was a few times it's like, right, we've got a squad, but we don't actually know what some of them are like. It yeah. was um, friends of friends. So a lot of, like say, a lot of the 18 year olds there through like, one of the boys, his cousin and his couple of his mates. And it's just like, well, are they good? Do you know what I mean? It was a bit of a, until we actually uh, played a game, I think we had one training session but as soon as you could. And then after that, it was just like, right, let's go into pre-seasons. How did and pre-season go for you, boys? So we um, many, couple of many shocks or surprises along the way. Were you, are you better than you thought you were, or was it a bit? I can know this. This everything here. How did it go? So first game we played uh, Spring Hill Reserves. Okay. Obviously that's Jace's team, isn't yep. it? And Chris. So yeah, that was um, that was a bit of an eye opener. Like we nicked a draw, but in theory they 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 was all over us. To be honest with you, and then so we come away from that. It was like all right, we'll see what we can do to improve. Then we had the uh, the shock of Falconwood. We thought we was playing their resis, turned up, played their first. And <laughs> I think for about three days later, I was still chasing shadows around my bedroom. Do you know what I mean? It was, um, but that was that was an eye opener. It was like, right, if that's going to be the sort of standard that uh, I know there was a division above, it was a bit like, okay, this could be interesting. But um, then we played Mottingham. Obviously, they're in our division. We like we beat them in the end convincingly. But again, that was a game that first half was just back and forth and I think it was, that was a hot day it was over at Mottingham playing fields the ground was hard it was just in the end we scored a couple of like more goals and beat them and then we played that the people's A's as well and um, from what I was hearing they had a lot of injuries and stuff and they, again they're just a group of boys that want to play football yeah. so that was a nice game to play just before the season but we, to be honest we didn't really take anything from it we romped to a victory and it was just sort of like okay and yeah so pre-season was alright it was good to get everyone together obviously have a few beers after the games and just mainly getting everyone to just gel and getting comfortable with each other that was the main thing of that and uh, yeah it set us up nicely to go into the season so being that you're part of the management setup of of Blackheath has it given you a bit more of an appreciation on what it takes to run a club I mean before I don't know if you've been involved in that type of role before but as a player, sometimes you don't see what does go on behind uh, closed doors. What is it yeah. an eye opener for you? Oh, massively! It's the just one. Obviously, the main thing is the financial side of it. Yeah, you need the money. Yep. Without the money, you ain't going anywhere. Because no. it's like I understand where certain gra- lights grounds are coming from. Like we've we've been fortunate. We went down to Crofton in the end. That's where we ended up playing. Nice. Lovely, lovely guys down there. Like the yep. bars and the nice little setup and stuff. Um, but it's just it's just like the upfront costs and that initial layer and um, the reason that we sort of become Blackheath was because we was basically getting a hand-me-down kit 
we've got our away kit is a hand-me-down kit from previously and it got to the stage we got given the kit and it's can't just be, you can't be too proud to accept handouts when you start a new team out yeah to, to pay for two new kits that's what a grand 1200 quid yeah um can't be too proud when you're starting no team exactly out. and it, it weren't until we actually got the kit and um like, like I say we're thankful that like um the bloke that give it to us um, John Chorley that he runs Long Lane Reserves yeah. and obviously he had the kit um, he had it and it wasn't until we actually got it like the home kit was like oh blimey like we've got 14 shirts six pairs of socks it's just like <laughs> right we actually need to replenish this and in the end we was fortunate to get a sponsor to whack out for a brand new home kit but yeah so it's, it's difficult and it, it does it does give you an appreciation of what goes on behind the scenes like you look at the likes of I don't you're talking like the Alperton and Bromley but like the Kenningwells and stuff like that that have been around for years and you just go people are like lifelong at at those clubs you know what I mean it takes a lot of people to run a football club and it's uh, unfortunately like I say I was I used to be like it as a player it's just oh pay me 10 or whatever I'll give it to you when I'll give it to you it's like no we need it do you know what I mean so it, it does it has given us an appreciation of what it actually takes to run a football club and to be honest, if it weren't for playing with mates and a couple of boys, would I want to do it? Probably not. No. It's um, it's not something you have to worry about in a week. Like who's playing Sunday? Who's going to be there? Right? Have we got the cash out to give it to the right playing away? You got forty quid to give to the ref? We got the money. It's just um, yeah. But when you're playing with your mates on a Sunday and you get a win, you turn around and go, "All right, it was worth it." Yeah. And like I say, unfortunately, playing Saturdays as well. I, I see it from the other side. I turn up, pay me money. Yep. But you do, you, you do like see the likes of people after training picking up the cones because boys have buggered off because they want to yep. go home. So, yep. yeah, it's um, yeah, it's definitely been an eye eye opener. So, but you, you, that's what I mean. If like to all the boys that are in any squad, just appreciate the boys that are running it because without them, you ain't playing on a Sunday. Exactly, it's tough, isn't it? Is there any thought behind the the club colours? Uh, obviously, you've been given your away kit, so you sort of stuck with that. No, one. yeah. And you chose the home kit. What is there any process behind it? Any uh, teams that you uh, supported, or what? What are the club colours? So the club club colours are green and white. But again, that was basically because we was meant to have the home kit of the uh, like the old Black Heath or the okay. Black Heath Wanderers. So we were stuck. Like Steve submitted the colours to the league, and it was just like, right, we'll just go with green for the home, and like say blue and white for the away. But yeah, absolutely no thought process went into <laughs> that one. It was <laughs> literally right. We we got a sponsorship. We got this amount of money. Go buy a new kit. Do you know what I mean? So. So aspirations for the club going forward is just sounds like enjoy it for the next couple of years and and see what happens. Absolutely, Have a good time with your mates and try and obviously you're helping a couple of youngsters uh, get into the adult game, which is which is good. Um, but no sort of long term thoughts of the club at the moment. No, no, not at the moment. Like I say, we'll play for as long as we can and obviously try and bring a few new boys in that if they want to play because it's a big pool of boys that we've got like different friendship circles so if we've got some players that want to come and play we'll um, see how it goes and then like I say we have got six or seven eighteen year olds and who knows if three four five years they go right we still want to run this as Blackheath then fair play to them yep. but yeah at the moment it's like I say turn up Sunday try and win a few games have a couple of beers afterwards and uh, see what happens basically Nice one. I mean, Sunday league football is is essentially that anyway. You, obviously, you've mentioned Kenningwell there as a team that's been going for oh god, 50, 50 plus years. 
lots of teams within Westfire, Spring Hill have been going low, uh, probably the same amount of time. Uh, lots of clubs, Barnhurst have been going 25 plus years. Yep. Um, but, you know, I think it just, every team sort of starts with just seeing how it goes and, and if it ends up being longer and um, your managers or your players at the moment end up being managers to younger kids or younger blokes coming through, then so be it. But at the moment, you're just enjoying yourself and that's what Sunday football is all about. Absolutely. It's, um, like you say, everyone grows up wanting to play football, don't they? So, or the majority. So, yeah, just turn up, have a game and see what see what the crack is. So, Division 1 next season is looking pretty tasty. It's quite stacked with um, lots of good teams in there. Um, Footscray Lions look a bit good this year. Some of the players they've signed. Um, yourselves, obviously, if you've got some uh, scaffold players and some Kent County players, you're going to be up there, you'd think. A uh, good, good win on the weekend. Uh, Crayford coming over from um, the Orbiton and Bromley. AWFC can do bits. Uh, Meridian had a good season last year. Uh, Baltarks had a really big win this week yep. and Mildeen are always good and well in town a bit of an unknown quantity at the moment uh, being that um, they've taken some players from uh, Metro Massive I believe from last season but there'll be some uh, well in town reserve players and maybe even first teamers that aren't getting minutes in there for them um, which team standing out um, if not you um, which team standing out as who you think will win the league I mean like I don't know Baltarks obviously won eight nil on Sunday. Uh, going through Twitter, a lot of people seem to be saying they're meant to be red hot. Yeah, which you've just got to take it as it comes with that game. And but obviously, like you say, Footscray Lions, they're from what they again on Twitter. They what was it two three years ago? I think they won either this division or division above. I think they said they signed some bloke that scored forty nine goals or something in one season. So you just. They could be a, 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 another team that you just don't know. Um, again, Mildeen seemed to be... We, it was quite, we was meant to play Mildeen in a pre-season and then okay. we got put in the same division and they dropped us a message on Twitter saying, we don't do friendly games like that. We'll see you in the season. Yeah, so, And it's like, yeah, it was good. And funny enough, one of, one of their boys was over at Crofton yesterday. He said his boy was playing over there and was watching our game with Bowden. And... Um, he, yeah, he was obviously mentioned that they was winning at Crayford Athletic and they're meant to be a decent side. I yeah. know one or two of them that plays and they're a decent enough side. So, yeah, I'd say Baltarks and Footscray Lions just going off of um, what's been said. But um, I feel that we'll give, we'll give everyone a game. So it'll be interesting. It'll be, it's good when you... Uh, join a new league. I know you mentioned before that you played. Some of the boys played in uh, the Met League and all that. So, new teams, just finding your feet this season, um, taking every every point that, that you can. Uh, you want to compete, obviously. I think you will compete on yesterday's result. Uh, Baldwin Sports were in the division above last year, yep. and they've come down. They swapped places with uh, Baldwin Sports A. So it's a credible win. Uh, Baldwin Sports teams are never easy. Um, to play against or to get points against so it's a good win um, who do you think will win uh, your divisional cup next season same teams are you sticking with them or are you seeing anyone as cup specialists uh, I mean it all depends on I know the draw's been made but I haven't really I think we've got Meridian okay. because we've got a buy and then I don't know if we used to win that who you'd go on and play but that's just like I say that just depends on the draw like Baltarks and Footscray could be playing each other and then suddenly one of them's out and then you could say next game's Baltarks, Mildeen, another one of them out. Yep. So, like, like with anything, it's just 
pure luck of the draw, isn't it? So, and again, turn up, you could play, obviously the beauty of a divisional cup is you could be playing, we could play Meridian the week before in the league, beat them, and then come next uh, next Sunday, we lose. You know what I mean? So, cup games are, well, literally are a lottery, aren't they? So, I don't know, yeah, you've got to go, because it is a divisional cup, you would say the same teams that would be up there that are competing with the league would realistically be the ones that are competing in the cup finals as well. Cool, no no problem with that. Um, who do you think are going to be the uh, the basement boys? Cool, that's a question. Obviously, <laughs> you, we, we, like I say, we haven't played, we, we don't really know or haven't played against many of these teams. I know a few boys in certain teams, but like playing Bowden yesterday was a, it was a good introduction because you know they do. They will take points off the teams because yeah. they're an intimidating team, yeah. and they can get you to. They can play football. We've got boys in there that can play good football, yeah. but then they can also scare you into submission. So, I would say, I don't know, Crayford Athletic, maybe, okay. which okay. is a big call because they've come over from Altenham and Bromley, and. Uh, but having a look through there, uh, it was certainly a bit of a welcome to Westford yesterday uh, against Mildeen, who beat them four nil. Um, yeah, Crayford Athletic. I I, I, don't, I disagree that they'll be relegated, but as I say, if you're new to the league, you can only go by yesterday's results. And um, yeah, I think they'll be they'll be okay. Um, but yeah, I guess you you're gonna find out about all these boys. Well, season, that's right? the thing. I feel like now I've just made Crayford Athletic. Those two games are <laughs> gonna come in and go right. Well, we're gonna take six points off of you boys, and you're gonna be down the bottom. So I think you're just giving them their team talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> and they're good guys down at Crayford Athletic. They play some nice football. Um, but yeah, yesterday um, would have been a bit of an eye opener for them. Um, let's get into the teammates section. Uh, this is your opportunity to let us all know who to look out for um, during games uh, and before yes. games if we get a look at them um, who's got the worst banter at Blackheath I'm going to say Steve Steve Elliott who obviously manages it as okay. well because he just bites on everything do you know what I mean he's just like, he, like, we, like he's a great bloke we love him to bits but he just throws something out there and so it was one thing um in pre-season it was all about we want to play out from the back if it goes long ball this team will not be playing football like next season what does he do picks the ball up pings it long <laughs> mention it half time he's going yeah but there's a difference between a good long ball and playing long balls <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no he's um, yeah I'll, I'll say Steve okay sort it out Steve yeah. um, who's the worst dressed <laughs> So, I mean, your hat today is 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 going to be up there. Yeah, it? yeah. Obviously, that's ropey. But I have mentioned, <laughs> I did mention that. Unfortunately, it was purely accidental. But I took a stud to the head yesterday against Belden. It's currently glued, so I'm not allowed to wash it for five days. So it looks oh, absolutely charming. But um, <laughs> just on the basis again of yesterday, um, worst dress. He was going out to meet a, a lady like, after the game yesterday, and uh, George McKenzie. Um, bit of a ropey jumper and one of the boys dug him out for his shoes so yeah I'm going to say Jules on that one okay Jules ropey jumper is it a first date was it a first no, date it was a second luckily probably a bit more relaxed but I mean it, it wasn't exactly a cool day it was quite hot and it was yeah, grey do you know what I mean so it's uh, yeah. yeah maybe he didn't have anything washed <laughs> who's the biggest moaner on the pitch Steve Elliott <laughs> it's just literally is that, is that his own players or everybody just everyone 
pretty much. He, um, yeah, he just loves a moan. Like, I like a moan, to be honest. Like, not just on a football pitch in day-to-day life. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he, um, he's lost it a couple of times just there. Uh, just with himself more than anything, but just, yeah. Oh, Steve again. <laughs> Steve's having a stinker. Who's got the worst taste in music? See, it's, it's a difficult one, obviously, at the moment with um, COVID and, and stuff. In, oh, no, no change rooms, I Yeah, that's the thing. So it's, um, you must hear a few dodgy tunes on the players when they turn up in their cars and all that for the game. Yeah, well, Dan Dillon, who's um, our centre-half, he... Um, he likes a bit of country and oh my god yeah he'll go for anything like Kenny Rogers you know, oh and Dolly Parton like and he, just the old do you know that sort of it's about two o'clock around someone's house and someone's got the uh, <laughs> the iPod and it's just ropey music that everyone can sing to and have had a beer he'll, yeah, he'll play that all the time so yeah we'll go with Dan on that one oh, that is bad I agree with you on that one uh, and the longest in the shower again Ain't really had the, uh, I was going to say, privilege of sharing with the boys there. But um, I'll give that one to, just obviously playing football with them like before and previously, we'll go um, Ross Perkins on Longest in the Shower. He's got okay. a good bed of air that he needs to uh, get through, <laughs> okay. do you know what I mean? So. <laughs> okay, I said that. Uh, right, that's it. So that's your teammate section. Um, when you were picking a league, obviously you've decided to start a team. You've had a bit of a experience of a couple of leagues as a group of players, um, but we, what was it about Westford that made you choose them? Um, was, did you apply anywhere else, or was it only getting? No, we we literally it was only Westford, and I think mainly because a lot of us are run this way. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, Alperton and Bromley, you can be going out to well, like Bromley and stuff, and yep. I know some like obviously Meridian and places like but that ain't too far so it was more just location it was just sort of stick to around where you know and um a couple like say a couple of boys have played in it um a few boys down at uh, black fenner if that i know and they were saying how good it like it was run and stuff and um yeah it was just purely down to the fact that it looked like a good league to join and i think obviously from us joining and it's just blown up this season hasn't it yeah, like we was talking 100, 101 teams yeah. and so that's good as well for the league cups you know I mean we was talking about the divisional cups mm-hmm. but then obviously getting you've got eight was it eight divisions now I think it is eight or nine, nine I think, yeah. yeah and you've got 100 teams so that's what I like you can play you can have a team that's in the Prem gets drawn against a team down in Div 7 or so and they're the games that you can go oh who knows? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and then that's when you see it, you go, oh, a Prem team got beat, beat by a Div 7 team. Yeah. me. Like, yeah. it's, um, yeah, so, yeah, just the league, it's just, look, just, and since we've joined, it's just been so well run. Like, with a Twitter account and then just, like, obviously, Jason just had a constitution. I suppose, I don't really know because we didn't look at the Alperton, but we've been told that if you do join it, you tend to go in down the bottom yeah. and got to earn your stripes yeah. in a sense and, yeah. Obviously, with Westford, how they've done it is, I think they've got. Are you the, happy with Div One? Do you think that's yeah. your level? We're gonna find out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I think we will. We will definitely win games. Obviously, winning yesterday, and but we we know that we probably will lose a couple of games. But the one thing I know with us is we can certainly score goals because yeah. going forward, our front four or five is. But we'll also con- also concede, so it's just <laughs> I reckon it'd be ice scoring. So if Blackie forever on the predictions, 
put it down as a high scoring game because <laughs> yeah it will be we'll go there in a minute um, are there any teams particularly that in Westford that you're, you're looking at as are we fancy playing them any any of those top teams in the in the big cups that you're thinking cool, we'd love to love to give them a go well we got obviously I was messing around on Twitter after we played Falconwood in the um, in our pre-season friendly saying that don't give us don't give us them in the cups and we had the uh, privilege of uh, drawing Barnhurst instead so but so that'll be a good game obviously like we were saying they've been around for 25 years got a really good setup. that again as far as I'm as far as I know I know a couple of boys from there as well that um, it's they're just they're purely mates and they've had a really good run and from what they were saying is they just want one more season if Westford start a Vets team up they're going to jump in there and just to carry on so looking forward to playing them because it'll be a good game and definitely be beers after yeah that's what I was about to say we know there'll certainly be (laughs) drinks afterwards but do you know I just want to play on nice pitches and that's what I'm happy about in Div 1 is I know Footscray Lions play down at um, University of Greenwich that's always going to be a decent surface Mottingham Park Rangers are down there as well like we're down at Crofton which is you can have hit and miss down there Like, and I think they'll admit that they've um, reseeded one side of it so yeah I just want to everyone just wants to turn up and play on a decent pitch and I know I think Baltarks play down at Mottingham didn't they and it's that's is what it is down there I think that'll actually help us more than anything because <laughs> it for them, by the sounds of it, they seem like a really good footballing team. And obviously, places, Mottingham, you've got seven or eight pitches over there. And I think sometimes the pitches just aren't up to scratch. And that's no. not a dig, it's just a public sort of. I think that's everyone would agree. Yeah, so it's. Um, it is what it is, and you get what you pay for. It's no it's no sort of um, dig at a team. If you can if you can only get Mottingham playing field as a pitch, at least you're playing football. Same goes for like Hall Place or Charlton Park or Mottingham Planfield. You can't be too proud to. I mean, getting a pitch these days is is a good thing. So many teams are struggling. Well, that is that's the one thing that we found. We um, like I say we decided to come into about March, and I can't remember when we actually got accepted into the league. But from then on out, I personally must have emailed twelve different clubs. Mm. Like um. Obviously, like, obviously, you've got your Footscray Rugby Clubs, your Elton Pavilions, your, your Metro Gases. Like, again, because we wanted to find a, a, a nice surface. So we yeah. was willing to pay the money that um, it sort of come with those places, but just there's no availability. No. And the one thing that um, I know it's it's a contentious issue in terms of the 10.30 up to 12.30, and I know it has to be voted in with the league, but having those two different times opens up these places to because we could have got a pitch anywhere for half 12 yeah so I just worry about um, player availability yeah for that later kickoff on a Sunday I I mean as a ref I wouldn't I don't think I'd fancy refereeing at at half 12 I mean I enjoy refereeing but it's nice the the best thing about a Sunday is that you're out I go out I probably leave here most games nine quarter past nine uh, get anywhere in Westford basically in 20 minutes and then I'm, I'm at the ground but Half twelve is a bit of a killer. Yeah, I know. Like, but I know what you mean. Because yeah. it, it if you can play on the same pitch twice, obviously that opens up your chance of getting a game there at good pitches. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. I, I do worry that um, an opposition that plays or a home team, sorry, that play at half twelve would have an advantage over a team who normally play at half ten because pe- blokes would think oh, I can't be bothered to play. Yeah, like, I can. I completely agree. And obviously, 
the argument with Saturdays, like obviously, I know we're talking Westwood at the moment, no, but the, like Kent County, like they caught a free kickoff. It's late, isn't it? It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I, love it. I loved it in the winter when it goes to a two o'clock yeah. kickoff or half one kickoff for cup games. Because you get it's absolutely perfect, yeah. and you sort of all right. You Saturday football, you're expecting to play afternoons. That's what it is. But like, the, yeah, the quarter to freeze. I just don't understand the reason behind it because you do it for about six weeks, and then like you say, the clocks change, and you go to thing, and then you get about probably four games in after when the clocks go forward again that you're playing that sort of yeah. time again. So, no, I but that. no, yeah, I, I completely understand. Like teams with like families and they just want to get home and it's, I, um, think, I think the later kickoffs will become if, if Westford continues to grow the way it is and the Alberton and Bromley uh, also grow in and other leagues uh, the Quarter Municipal um, there's such a shortage of pitches that to cater for all the teams that these leagues want to want in their league because of course they all want to give teams an option to play um, but we'll need to see a later kickoff because we're not getting new pitches opening um, we're not. We've got so many teams that everywhere's oversubscribed. You're waiting for someone to fold to get in somewhere. Correct, yeah. So it's it's a sad thing that we are that you are waiting for teams to fold if they're in at a good ground. I don't know uh, Queen Mary's pitch or something like that. You're waiting for teams to fold um, so you can get in. So I think the later kickoff will be an an inevitable um, situation just because we want to support as many teams as possible. So it might be like an Olympic game. Yeah, and like the thing is, is you want to play on good pitches because you want to play football. You know what I mean? Like you do go down to certain places. Like I see someone moaning the other day about like Hall Place. That I think I think you might have responded like Hall Place number one. Like that pitch. Yeah. It, like, the best pitch down there is I think the third pitch. Just as you go past the trees, it's on a bit of a slope, and I've played on it a couple of times. It's a decent surface, but yeah, you go you do go to certain grounds. It's like oh really. We're down only, there again. It's only ever... I don't mind a pitch as long as it's flat. It's, it's the slopes that are hard. Um, I'm not going to dig them out because these are these are two grounds and two teams that I really like. But two, um, one ground especially is Belvedere. That yep. is a real slope. It's a massive... It's a decent... Well, yeah, it's just, to be fair, we actually... Yeah, we inquired about to, to go down there, but... Um, yeah, they was oversubscribed again. It was okay. just sort of like, yeah, but... I think there's a couple of teams yeah. playing there next season. I know one team in the Alberton and Bromley definitely are. Um, and um, two of the sports where Be- uh, Blackheath and Erith play. Um, it's a slope, but I mean, you know, they're, they're the only ones I... Because sometimes if teams are long ball playing on that, then you're running up a slope all game. It's not much fun, but um, as long as it's flat, um, I think it, we're pretty much all right. Yeah. That's all we want. Um what would you like to see improve in Sunday league football from your oh, well, I'm guessing it's pitch availability well yeah like, I think I think everyone says like pitch availability is the, the main thing but at least you got in somewhere and Crofton's nice I mean, they've switched the pitch right they now. have yeah so we're now um, yeah they're going the opposite way to what they was previously and we've um, we're down there with Villacourt as well okay. and um, they were at home yesterday as well and we've made an arrangement because the top one is pretty flat it's fine actually and then the one it's got a bit of a dip going down into the corner so we just had a chat with um, their manager and said look when we're both at home like we'll just have a chat and we're happy to switch it up and play on do you know what I mean um, they've left it down to us down there to decide so yeah it's um, but then you Look, we, we've, we've been discussing and I know we said previous about Dave he would do his utmost to get referees but mm-hmm. you just want 
I just want to see more referees to be honest with you it'd yeah. be nice to sure occasionally sure get yeah 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 and it's um, I know obviously a few of the Prem teams get the um, like the assistance yeah, as well I, mean, and I, it's, don't know how, I don't know how regular that's going to be this season either um, the thing with refs I mean we're seeing videos coming out on social media of refs being abused and all that and just there's no courses going on because the counties are closed because of Covid and all that stuff so you know factor those two things in and I just you're, you're missing out on on a big intake of referees at the moment to start their refereeing career. Um, plus then you'll get your seeing videos plastered all over social media of referees being abused. Um, two on the same weekend that were pretty high profile yep. amongst the Westfer uh, community anyway. Um, and I just think those two things at the moment are going to, are going to affect referees doing the course. I, I, I mean, I've never had that any bad experiences like that. I would encourage someone, um, if you're crap at football like me or you've got injuries that mean you can't play football um, I'll send a couple of the boys in our team down there if you like. <laughs> give, referee, give, give refereeing a go um, I'd advise you to referee on, on any of the local leagues they're all um, they all seem pretty good obviously I've refereed on uh, the Orbiton and Bromley and Westfer more than more than any other any other leagues down here around this way should I say and the quarter municipal has a good ground and reputation Um any any league you choose and um, would be would be good round here. Um, any other news? Any sponsors or anything that you want to thank just before we get on to your predictions? Yeah, so like I say, without our sponsor this year, which is um, TBW Solicitors in Bexley Heath, um, we wouldn't have a own kit like we've got at the moment. It was um, quite an interesting conversation. It was why do I want to sponsor a Sunday league football team? Yeah. It's just like. Well, you're solicitors. You might be quite surprised. You know what I mean, on a Sunday morning after a couple of boys come out from a Saturday night. But um, yeah, no. So a big thank you to them, and then also like, for Crofton for uh, taking us in when we we did need a home at the end of the day. Yeah, was, um, it, yeah we're grateful that we're down there. And last Sunday we had a good beer with um, all. I think six of them were saying they've taken it back over because it was sold previously, and they're down to manage. And it's just a good setup down there with. Um, had a couple of chats with the Villa Court boys as well, okay. so it seems like it'd be a good, um, good environment nice. to just yeah play some football. All the sponsors are uh, they only really do it for goodwill; they don't get anything out of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So uh, well done to um, anyone supporting grassroots football teams uh, with sponsorship. You wouldn't have, we wouldn't be able to do it without them at all. It's massive, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Right. So the predictions where we get to prove that we don't know anything that we're talking about when it comes to Sunday football. Um, the first game of the week is a Prem game and that's between uh, new boys, Alberton Rovers, playing Junior Reds Seniors. What did you think on that one? So I had it Alberton Rovers to win 3-1 just okay. because when they come over to Westford, especially on the Twitter, there was a big sort of stir about the fact that they had jumped from Hilmington yep. and Bromley because I think were they playing in the division below the senior and yeah. they probably had earned their right to be promoted but they they weren't given it on the basis of um, Covid stopping the season so they've moved over to Westfer into the Prem division you've gone 3-1 to Orbiton Rovers yeah that's how I see that one okay uh, the next game is in the senior and that is FC Royals playing Sporting Club Thamesmead 90 what are your thoughts on that yeah, so when you sent that one across, I was like, blimey, because I see, obviously, FC Royals beat Falconwood on Sunday and yeah. lots of mentioning that we played them, especially on that pitch down at um, 
the Harris Academy. It's yep. small, it's narrow. Um, Very narrow, yeah. And um, Falconwood, obviously, being their home, they know how to play on that. They're a fit bunch of boys. And yep. um, when I see the A131, I was like, blimey, that would be a um, thing. But then, obviously, SC Sporting Thames Mead beat Black Fennon here 5 1. And yep. as I've mentioned, I know a few boys, and they're a compact team, and they know how to go about in this league. So, going to go well so the thing what I was thinking about with this is SC Sporting Thamesmead I don't know what pitch they play on down at Thamesmead whether they're on the main pitch or the 3G I think I see them on the 3G yesterday so my picture of them anyway and then I know obviously FC Wolves play at Meridian as well don't they is that the main pitch yeah right okay so I'll go FC Royals 3-2 on that one okay I've gone 3-1 on that one so along the same thinking along the same lines I thought the pitch that big pitch at Meridian would play more into Royals' hands. Uh, don't know much about Sporting Club Thamesmead at the minute, but they are they really pushed themselves over the summer. Um, really got involved with a podcast on social media, so um, we've got a lot of time for the guys. Um, but Royals have got that little bit of quality on that big pitch. I just think um, that will be a big uh, welcome to uh, Westford to Sporting Club Thamesmead on the weekend. Good luck to both teams. Uh, Div one, <coughs> your division. This is your game. Uh, New boys, Crayford Arrows. Playing Blackheath, where are your thoughts on that one? Yeah, so obviously got to stick with our own here. Um, yep. I'm just over the moon that I'm playing at Crayford. I was just five minutes from my house, so it's um, <laughs> can you yeah, yeah, I can. So one bell's down the road afterwards, or nice. Crayford arrows uh, after game. But like I was saying earlier, we'll score goals and we'll concede goals. So I've put us down as to win that five three. Five three. Yeah. <laughs> I went 2-0 so I'm a bit worried about my prediction now 5-3 <laughs> uh, to Blackheath okay uh, good luck with that one mate cheers on uh, Sunday bit of an unknown uh, team Crayford Arrows um, lots of teams down there on a Sunday so we don't know much about those boys but good luck lads and the last one is in Division 7 the Silk Podcast uh, Network Division 7 AFC Sport in Greenwich taking on Spring Hill United Old Boys what do you reckon yeah, so obviously don't I don't know a lot about either of these teams. Obviously, yep. I, know, I know that we played Spring Hill reserves on um, in a pre-season, so I don't know how Spring Hill were working it. Whether boys are jumping from teams or, but um, obviously, and I know that um, Villa Court beat Greenwich on three 0 on Sunday. So I've just gone for a two nil um, Spring Hill old boys on that one. Okay. Uh, so the way we work it if you get it bang on you get five points if you just get the home draw or away correct you get one point we'll try and publish all of that on um, social media Um, I got two points last week from four games Um, I got the two results the two home and aways uh, correct Um, I'm shit basically (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but it's all a bit of fun as I say it's not meant to upset anybody just a a little bit of a game we like to play on a podcast Uh, George thanks for coming on uh, it was last minute as well, wasn't it? Thanks yeah, it was, yeah. Thanks for touch and offering, uh, if, I, if we ever needed anyone, uh, we, we took you up on it. So thanks a lot. I uh, wish Blackheath all the best for the season. Um, playing football is all about enjoying it and that's what you're all about at the moment. Um, I wish you all the best and good luck in the season. I appreciate it a lot. And uh, yeah, like I say, what you're doing is um, great for grassroots football. And Thank you, mate. I like to think more people are jumping on the bandwagon with it I'm as sure well. So. They will once it, we see. It seems that teams like to have a couple of wins on the board before they come. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, and uh, no, but thanks for coming on, mate. It means a lot, and uh, good luck in this season. Cheers.
Right, so that's it. The end of another show. Episode two of the Sunday League show is done. Uh, Full house today. Thank you to Gibbs, Jamie and Roger for their input. Uh, Not much for the uh, quarter municipal this week, boys. Uh, Apologies for that, but I believe it's a full a full uh, fixture schedule next week. So Roger will have more of a say next week. Boy, Roger uh, came all the way over today uh, to go through um, nine games or, or whatever it was. Uh, but thanks for your time, Roger. And Jamie and Gibbs, superb as ever. Uh, thanks to George from uh, Blackheath FC, new boys to Westfire, who I know listens to the podcast. Uh, a lot of time for George. Turns out we know a lot of um, the same players and, and same teams from around the Kent County League and, and Sunday football. So it was really nice to meet George. Um, thanks to our sponsors, uh, Down to Play, Home Food Plug, uh, King of Hearts Media Productions, Borden Sports, Claire Barnett, Champagne Poker and Skipper Sportswear. Uh, thanks to our charity sponsors, T. TW Drainage, uh, Warren's Roofing, Request, Dave Cumberbatch and Eric from Belvedere, our 12th man initiative uh, sponsors. Uh, next week on the show, we'll have a Croydon Municipal team. Uh, at the moment, not confirmed, uh, but we will have a Croydon team next week. So uh, all you teams, if you fancy coming on and having a chat, uh, get in touch with us at Podcast Selk on Twitter. Uh, there's a Selk 11 game coming up on the 24th of September. Uh, we'll be playing Kent Sands United, a brilliant charity over at Homesdale. Uh, it's a Thursday night, the 24th of September. Uh, £5 a ticket for adults and £1 for kids. Um, they'll be fundraising on the night for uh, Sands United, uh, Kent Sands United charity, uh, Sands UK. Uh, brilliant charity for bereaved dads. So very much on the night, we'll be looking to um, support men's uh, men's focused charities um, very happy to do so uh, I look forward to our games on Sunday uh, as I say I've got a cup final um, a fourth official appointment for um, Farmer Old Boys Reserves playing Blendon at Bromley very much looking forward to that have a good Sunday guys um, enjoy yourselves first and foremost that's the most important thing uh, keep your ears peeled for uh, more Selk podcasts throughout the week um, Tuesday night will be all around the leagues um, sun, uh, Saturday edition Wednesday morning will be the Sunday edition of all around the leagues um, 22 leagues covered now by the podcast in total which is absolutely brilliant um, hard work of all the contributors uh, paying off and thank you guys for all your help uh, Thursday will be the final whistle a referees podcast uh, by referees not necessarily for referees some good stories on there some good footballing stories always interesting and Friday, we have Nick Pitt, our Saturday manager, bringing you all the trials and tribulations of a grassroots manager um, for Farmer Reserves in the Kent County League. Have a good week, guys. Um, thanks for all the listeners. Um, 1,800 listeners this week, which is a big bump for us. Um, massive. Um, it's really growing. Thank you to every single one of you who listens in every week. Have a great one. Speak soon. Bye. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.